Welcome to the Author Alchemist Podcast. I'm here to make your writing magic happen. I'm going to teach you how to use your superpowers to ignite, inspire, and encourage your creativity so that you can turn lead into gold. Join me, Kimba York, as I delve into the many mysteries of inspiration, motivation, and imagination. Well, hello, and welcome to the fourth episode. I am starting to get the hang of this podcasting thingamajig. Still not my most comfortable space. I do enjoy talking, but trying to make sure that I'm on point and keeping on topic for the podcast is a bit of a challenge for me. But I'm sure you enjoy that more than me just rolling down avenues of obscure facts and trivia that I could probably get into otherwise. And I want to say hello to my fellow twaddlers. That's an inside joke if you listened to episode three and heard me harangue about self-indulgent twaddle, or rather the threat of self-indulgent twaddle. I love self-indulgent twaddle. I write a lot of it, so I'm proud to be a twaddler, which I don't think is actually a word. So it is now because we're writers and we can do that. Very long storied history of making up words as we need them. And I'm going to continue that right now by calling myself a proud twaddler, although it does sound a little bit naughty. So maybe I'll um, have second thoughts about that. But anyway, Welcome to the fourth episode, and I appreciate y'all hanging in there and listening and playing along with me as I swing into this brave new world. I set up these podcasts in conjunction with the launch of my website, so a lot of the work that went into this was done prior to the website being live or getting any feedback from people. So in a lot of ways, this is the real unvarnished me. I'm not answering people's questions. I'm not responding to comments because there are none. And that's just how we're rolling. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about early on, because it's it comes up all the time, it comes up in writing classes, and it comes up in writing seminars, and it comes up in any type of critical arena for writing. And that's the phrase, write what you know. There's some fantastic essays on that. Uh, Blog post writers have gone into it deeply. I didn't think that I had much to add to it. And I didn't want to rehash what a lot of other people have said. But I really think it's important in the realm of inspiration and motivation for writing, which whether you've been listening for a while or not, you know is really important to me. That's the primary focus of my work as a coach is inspiring and motivating writers. Usually when people trot out the old write what you know, they're looking at it from an editorial perspective, a critical analysis perspective of what makes writing good, what makes writing bad. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm approaching this from the angle of how the advice to write what you know often stops writers from writing. And that is the worst thing about it. Because the way that that advice is interpreted leads people to think in a very pragmatic, hands-on kind of way that if they haven't done something 
directly. Like if they haven't installed a toilet, then they can't write about what it is like to be a plumber. And to a certain degree, I suppose that could be very true. It's something we have to be aware of, certainly when we're writing characters of cultures or experiences that are different from ours. Relying on stereotypes is just as bad as not writing at all. But write what you know is usually just given as advice, as a blank slate, without much explanation about what it really means and how we're supposed to apply this advice before we even write. It's a lot of advice that's given after we've written, but if you're sitting down to write something and you're thinking, man, how am I going to write a space opera if I've never been to another planet? This is ridiculous. Really, I have had discussions with authors who think that way, who believe, well, you know, they've never done X, Y, or Z, so they simply cannot write about it. And they are discouraged because maybe their lives haven't been a a broad experience through lots of places and meeting lots of people and having many different elements to choose from in order to apply to their writing. Anyway, long intro to a quote that I found that I think perfectly captures the real heart of Write What You Know and what we should all hold in our minds as we get ready to write. It is a quote by Nikki Giovanni. Once again, I found it on a Tumblr post, and I will link to that in the show notes. Uh, Nikki Giovanni is an amazingly talented author, writer, poet, uh, someone who chooses her words carefully and and means what she says and says what she means. And I really loved this quote, so I'm going to share it in its entirety right now. I hope you appreciate it as much as I did. And once I share the quote, we'll be talking about it a little bit. Writers don't write from experience, although many are hesitant to admit that they don't. If you wrote from experience, you'd get maybe one book, maybe three poems. Writers write from empathy. Isn't that an amazing quote? I just love that. Writers write from empathy. And that is where you have to go when you're sitting down to write. And I realize that it may be odd to hear, you know, write from the heart, write from empathy, when the main focus of a lot of my advice is towards people who are looking to write genre fiction like romance novels or fantasy novels or thrillers, cozy mysteries, that type of thing. It's very structured genres. There's a lot of repetition of tropes in those genres. And people are like, well, how are you going to write from the heart on that? Or how, what does that got to do with empathy? Well, I wanted to backtrack a little bit. And, you know, when you say writers write from empathy, what does empathy mean? It is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. If you're a parent or if you've worked with people closely and who hasn't, I mean, I hope you have. Although if you're a hermit sitting on top of a mountain who has no interaction with people, that's groovy too. But if you've ever dealt with people in an environment where they're sharing their vulnerability with you, you know what it means to have empathy for them. Because while you may not have experienced what they've gone through, whether it was happy or sad or tragic or joyous, 
you can understand what their feelings felt like. You can relate it to similar experiences of your own life or similar experiences in the lives of people you love. Empathy is the actual feelings of connecting with what that person has lived through and done and survived and appreciated in their life. So what does it mean to write from empathy then? If empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of other people, what does it mean to write from there? We're just sharing other people's thoughts and minds? No, of course not. This relates back to the idea of how our imaginations get powered by the stories that we want to tell. That is reliant on empathy. I think your imagination runs on dreaming up how people feel, how people would react, how animals would react, how environments would react. I am actually working on a story right now with a fully sentient AI spaceship. And it's uh, meant to be a fun romp. It's not meant to be serious, deep literary science fiction. But it still is fun for me and interesting and challenging for me to try to empathize with what this ship is experiencing and how a disembodied intelligence that doesn't have a specific brain and doesn't have a specific heart but does have a body that hosts other beings, other sentient beings, in this case the crew that, that mans the ship, how would that ship feel? Hmm. It's interesting and it's fun, but a lot relies on me being empathetic to this ship's story. And so, yes, you could just be really sarcastic and say, oh, is this, this ship's feelings, what, huh? And that just shuts down imagination and creativity. The fact is that you know more than what you've directly experienced. And you know more than what you've directly experienced because you relate to other people and you've empathized with their feelings. You've shared their joy and their pain. So you know what it means to live through those things even if you personally have not. The real lesson from Giovanni about writers writing from empathy is that we should stop being afraid of writing about things we have not done or seen or said. And we need to stop being afraid to write things that are not perfect. Our imagination is finite because we're humans and we're finite creatures. And yes, you maybe can't imagine everything that an individual has experienced, whether they're completely made up alien race or whether they're just from a different culture on our planet, or if there's somebody whose experience is hard for you to imagine, even though you can look at the facts of what they lived through. Now, I find this very true with um, people who have survived war in any way, whether they were soldiers and combatants or civilians. I can barely, barely comprehend the experiences and the horrors and the frustrations and the fears and the agony of living through that kind of traumatic event. 
I would be very cautious about writing a character who's lived through that and very careful in trying to do the research and see how people have approached their experiences when they talk about them and how it's affected their lives. But that's just research. If I can do that and I can empathize with what I read and what I hear and what I see, then if I care about the characters I'm writing about, then chances are very good that I will at least honor that kind of experience and honor the people who have lived through that. And again, I think this is true no matter what genre you're writing in. I have read romance novels that have had really profound and touching representations of people, uh, veterans with PTSD. And you don't get that from a writer who isn't empathizing. I don't know, maybe those writers did live through that or have had family who lived through that. But it still represents to me and it shows me that it's possible to write about these things, even in the most light, fun, fluffy romance novels and bring it home to people because as a writer you're being empathetic to the character's story and their backstory and what they've been through. So the fact that we can write about things that we haven't directly experienced is incredibly important. We have to have that freedom as writers. It's it's a well for creativity for us, but it's also responsibility in that we should not use that as an excuse to just rely on simple tropes or worse stereotypes of people in order to tell the story just because it's easy. You know, I can tell it that way if I want. Yeah, you really can. But are you being true to the story that you want to tell? Are you being true to the characters who you love? Open up your heart with empathy and compassion to your characters through the stories and the cultures and the history and the backstories that the characters have. And you'll be able to write anything about them in a way that your readers will engage with. They will love those characters and they will love you for writing those characters. So the alchemical lesson, I think, this week is much better stated by Ms. Giovanni than me even though I've gone on about it for a long time. But she said it best, so we're just going to repeat what she said. Writers don't write from experience, although many are hesitant to admit that they don't. If you wrote from experience, you'd get maybe one book, maybe three poems. Writers write from empathy. So open up your heart, get a little vulnerable, Pull out your favorite characters, start writing with all that empathy, and make those stories happen. Write the stories that you want to read. Thank you for listening along this week. I hope you visit my website. Sign up for the Bulletproof Writer free email course that will help you supercharge your writing skills in order to become a more powerful writer and become a more confident writer. It's a great email series. It's totally free. So sign up for that and keep an eye out. As I record this podcast, Fan Fiction Academy is still in production. The whole focus of that 
course is The Courage to Write, and I'm really excited to be getting that out to you folks. So thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm Kim Boo York, and I hope this episode has helped to clear away the cobwebs from your inspiration and given you the power to write the stories you want to read. For more podcasts and other tools, please visit my website at www.authoralchemist.com or email me at kimbu at authoralchemist.com. I'd love to read your questions and feedback. Now, it's time for us to get some writing done. Talk to y'all soon.